hello, everybody. This is Biased Commentary Week 3. I'm Jordan. I'm Andy. And I'm John. Oh, we got that down a lot better than usual. Yeah, I, I'm used to going second now. Also, for the viewers, we have a special... I'm pretty sure we have a special gift for the viewers today. We have we have a topic of interest instead of us just uh, going on and off. What's what's our topic of interest? Didn't you want to talk about Jordan? Wasn't, wasn't this what you want to talk about? You want to talk about like like online communication throughout all? Oh the- yeah, Discord, right? Well, not specifically From... Discord, but like uh, oh yeah, oh, the Discord, etc. Yeah, like everyone okay. I know. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the same trend, but everyone I know, both at work and people who I don't usually communicate with online, are now all finding like modes of communication. For people to for them to you know communicate with their friends because they don't really have an alternative like work has become remote access like zoom like zoom and google hangouts um and then after that i go i switch to you know the good zoom and google hangouts with other people who who normally aren't on discord like me and john we've been using like discord and back in the old days skype to like talk to each other online like all the time and it's it's kind of like a strange feeling to see it catch on because now like every relationship that I have is is also also has like an online like connection you know and it's happening with my family too like everyone who I know uh in who I just knew like you know those John might know Jordan you probably know too but those people you you know that you're related to but you're not sure how like you couldn't draw the family tree like uh no I have a pretty small family actually don't you have like eight cousins? Yeah, but they're cousins. Like I know who they are. Don't all those dudes also have cousins? And like, yeah, but I haven't met them, so I don't know. Okay, I've I've met a lot of of random Asian people that are my family, Same. and I should probably get to know them better. But until then, we have we're connected on WeChat. Uh, That's I, cool. Yeah, I actually know my family tree pretty well because I I uh, I was studying to to write a little book about it and then i didn't write the book but i still have the knowledge of that's good of who's who that's important that's valuable knowledge. actually i don't remember their names but i know <laughs> the face wait but do you do you at least know their their chinese names no oh all right but no you're, no, you're no do you know the the family title that you 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 refer to them as Yes. Yes. See, that's sort of because that's what I use instead of the name. Yeah, exactly. Because I've never, I've never like had to say like their legal name. I was always just like, you, couldn't, you wouldn't blank. be able to mail a letter to them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if I was like in in some sort of like magical like like trance, and I had to like summon them, like I think I could. <laughs> you know, I think I could focus and like find them in the universe. Is it that many? I mean, I think like my whole extended family, we get together once a year and it's like 20 people. So it's not that hard to figure out how everyone's related. And like there are maybe three or four total last names and there are only two with bank. So it's not that hard. Uh, it's interesting. I like didn't know anyone's last name. Yeah, until there's like... like six different last names in my extended family. They're, we're not even all like Chinese. Like it's that's that's crazy. It's kind of a, it's going to get kind of nutty. I can't wait I wonder, until, you know, if I sorry? have kids and I'm just going to not bother explaining to them how they're related to all these random people. I wonder when, like, it all falls off, because I think right now my um my branch of the family is, like, beefing 
Oh no. With like the other branch. So I feel like when I have kids, by the time I have kids, like it'll just be it'll be so far separated, so far gone. I mean you'd be that like it won't even matter anymore. You probably have a lot of say in in the terms of like once you you know, I mean right now a lot of us are still connected with our families really closely. It probably comes down to once you like you know, have like settled down how how much you want um in your life. Although I guess if you stay in New York, it's kind of hard to be like by the way, I'm moving to another borough. I don't want you in my life anymore. Have fun. You know, like, because they can just take the fucking train to Brooklyn and say hi to you. Yeah. And call you a buster. But, you know, I know people who are close that, like, moved out of state. And they ended up, like, living pretty, like, solitary lives. Not not out of, like, spite or out of, like, bad, you know, bad feelings or anything. But they just, you know, they're very much, like, in their own in their own lives. And that's okay. Yeah, that's kind of what I am to the rest of my family, because I think out of my extended family, two groups of people, it's me and my mom, and then one of our cousins live in New York City, and then everyone else is Long Island or New Jersey. That's not even that far. It's not, but it feels far, because it's far. Jersey definitely feels far, because once you arrive, you have like all oh, in Jersey feeling. Yeah, I remember... Like when uh, when I was going to my family Hanukkah party last year, we were going to the family in Jersey, and my stomach really hurt. And I think it was maybe like a forty minute ride, and it felt like two hours. <laughs> oh boy, it was a bad experience. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was it was terrible. Like it was nice once I got there. It was like, oh, family I haven't seen in a while. Let's hang out. But before that, I was in the car. Like, don't shit your pants. Don't shit your pants. Don't shit your pants. That's not good. I know. Uh, was I I have family in in Jersey as well, and they make the commute to new york for work i think um oh god yeah so like jersey near manhattan uh yeah they they cross over that's Um, not too bad that's closer than john yeah and it is closer than me actually it's far enough that whenever we have family events in new york it really has to be like it has they have to be having a good day for them to make the trip because then from jersey to queens is like uh, like a commute for them you know yeah that's that's not as fun yeah, I mean, it's, it's difficult, but that's why we have all, you know, we just talk online now. I mean, it's weird. Like, I've been texting people that I normally just wouldn't be texting because just out of, like, concerns. Like, hey, are you okay? Do you have food? Are you sick? Do you need medicine? Do you need prayers? Yeah, same. Food? There's that universal thing to talk about. Yeah, do you need a priest? Like, I don't know. What's going on? Yeah, like, even my family group chat has been a bit more active, and I think we're having a Zoom Seder on Wednesday for Passover. Oh, okay. That's kosher. Uh, it, I mean, I guess family time is nice, but I really don't like this. The Seder is my least favorite Jewish convention. Like, I hate the Seder more than I hate fasting for Yom Kippur. What is the Seder? It's uh, you sit there and uh, you learn about what Moses did for the Jews when they were in Egypt. Oh, okay. That's and cool. it's, oh, shit. Are you watching Exodus, Gods and Kings? Yeah, that's what it is. That sounds pretty lit. No, we, uh, <laughs> you don't watch the movie versions? Uh, Hanukkah tradition for you. Well, Zoom will be the movie version. No, it's like a, like in every year, like there are more Jewish people who like do it, like do the long version, like they do every page of the little prayer book, but we do maybe like half of it, and that's way too long for me because it's the same story every year. That's that, crazy. How about you? We don't have to you talk. set up like a, like a Zoom bypass, so it's like a feed, it's a loop, like in all those heist movies oh i mean 
or you're just sitting and you're nodding. I, so there's like one part of it every year where we have to participate where it's like everybody gets we have a bag of the plush plagues and there are 10 of them. And we all participate by choosing a plague and then I think throwing it at one of the people who are hosting. Which is impossible <laughs> this year, but I think I still have to participate that way. It represents the plague. Yeah, you know there there are ten plagues. Yeah, like There's the, like locusts and blood and killing of the firstborn yeah, and shit. And then we count yeah. them off. And I'm realizing how lame that objectively sounds as I'm saying it. Well, that's not lame. It's just like a I've never heard of the truth. And you throw it at the host as a way of not like not like a fucking or is it like a not like a baseball pitcher. You're throwing it like tossing it. Oh, okay. Like you're returning it to the bag of plagues, and then it comes out again next year. Oh, the bag of I mean, I thought you were giving it to the host. Like, no, I'm not giving locusts, like actual locusts, to the host. It's such a interesting. That's a cool tradition. I like it. You just gotta like, like lob one at them instead. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't fucking. I, I don't fuck. I mean, one of my cousins is a is a pitcher. He doesn't fucking throw it as hard as he can. He just does it politely. Yeets the plate. I could play at 120 miles per hour. Get hit by a frog. <laughs> oh, the frog one. The frog one has a little thing in it that makes it vibrate. That one would hurt. Nice. But yeah, I actually like speaking of the online communication. I really don't trust Zoom at all, and I see that New York City schools banned it today, and I kind yeah, of feel validated. What? What happened? What's wrong with Zoom? It's just insecure. Oh. Yeah, it's also like um like the couple of times I've used Zoom, um like I feel like the app doesn't have good UX. It's really disorienting. Cuz it just focuses on I don't know how to change it. It just focuses on whoever's talking and it ends up just going from person to person if you have more than a few people. Interesting. Yeah, that that, that was a super weird. I know a lot of things do that. It's not just Zoom, like other like conference call apps that we've been using for work have the same thing, but it sucks because the people who aren't tech savvy, and I don't mean like tech savvy is like, oh, they can't like build their own computer. They can't like troubleshoot their own problems. I mean, like they don't know like what buttons on the keyboard to press to make things happen. Like they don't know how to mute their microphones. And so whenever we use an app that has that, like, oh, yeah, if you're, you're, if you're the one speaking, your face shows up. People with just massive amounts of background noise just show up on the screen, and it's it's like looking at a, a staticky TV. Oh yeah, like I like I have a good microphone now. I hope because I can't actually hear how I sound. But I uh, I did a Zoom call with my cousins a week ago, and none of them have good microphones. So the screen was just going back and forth and back and <laughs> forth between people when we were sitting in silence. Spasm. Yeah, yeah. I I've had the I don't I I feel like I've had the complete opposite experience with Zoom. No, just like with the with the communication stuff. Like it's weird. I think it's just because I'm I'm a very like like insular person. I don't know. Like I feel like when when you guys talk about like oh like reaching out and texting people, I just I think I just hate texting. Like I think that's just something that I just I just you've don't always like. hated texting. Um. Yeah, it's like it's like really weird because uh, I think like I'm just reaching out to the same like 
I guess like five to 10 people that I always reach out to. And then anything else, I'm just like, oh yeah. Like I think like sometimes it's like, oh yeah, it'd be nice to reach out to this person. I'm like, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> like, cause then I'd have to like communicate with them. And I'm like, no, I don't know. It's weird. Like, I feel like for me, like, I just, I don't know. Like I've been drawing a lot and I've been playing video games a lot. So I feel like, whereas for some people it's like, there's not a lot that they could be doing because there are some people who just like don't have hobbies anymore. Right. Um, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Cause like their hobbies were like going out. Right. Or their hobbies oh, okay, were like okay. doing things like yeah. outside. Um, and now they don't have them anymore. So they're like seeking for ways to like fill that time. Whereas for me, it's just like, okay, it's like I had a budget of time and now that budget has expanded like fivefold, <laughs> but I still have all the hobbies that like occupy that time so like i'm just drawing a lot i mean it's... and i'm just like watching things a lot and playing things a lot so i really don't have a, a desire to communicate with like more it people definitely depends person to person lifestyle wise but uh I, I think a lot of what i i've been reaching out not out of like a oh we used to talk all the time let's let's hit it up i i've been reaching out just out of like a like i wonder if you're sick or not like it wasn't no, I have no, I have no concern oh, for okay, okay. <laughs> like other individuals. I don't, I don't know. I just try to keep other people out of my mind as much as possible. The general um, welfare of others isn't see, worth starting to text again. It, it general really isn't. Welfare it really isn't. Is too because, like, because think about how awkward it'll be when they say that they're okay. <laughs> is that, is that right awkward? now, no, like, what do I do? Do I continue yeah, the conversation? Do I? It's like, yeah. Now that you're okay, no. hey, how you been? I, now I can ghost you. Like, would it be worse if you text them like, "Hey, I wonder if you're okay," and they said, "No, I got and recovered from Corona in the past like week." Like, wouldn't then it's like, "Oh, I." I think it's a lose 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 scenario because like one, okay, they're okay, or like, one, they don't have it. Now you got to talk to them. Two, they had it, but now they recovered. You got to talk to them. Three, they're in the hospital. That's bad. And then four. You know, you can't talk it's to them anymore. It's actually a win you know. scenario either way because all of those happen regardless of you texting them. But you texting them is good because they feel like, oh, like there's people wondering if I'm okay. Like that's a really like it's a really warm. But I'm not no wondering. Take <laughs> 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 like, it, maybe. That's why you text them to lie. You know. Yeah, you don't have to. I don't want to lie. You can lie over text so much easier than you can over the phone. <laughs> I remember my um. I remember it was like Christmas time, and my mom was like, "Oh, did you send a Christmas card to like your aunt, whatever?" And I was like, "No, I didn't." She's like, "Okay, do it." And then I didn't do it for a little bit, and I was about to do it. And she's like, "Why haven't you done it?" I'm like, "I don't, because I don't do that stuff, you know. Like, I don't even send you like." She's like, "Did you even send like a text?" or whatever and i was like i don't even send you a text when it's like christmas or whatever i just don't i'm like i just don't like communicating yeah. i mean i think that's I just that. what I, think. I i have i feel the same way a lot of the time with certain kinds of with certain people um but i do feel like that's that's a fault of mine where i, sh I should be reaching out more um but yeah. like certain things it's like um like this is a special situation i think where I, I understand, like, okay, maybe I should, like, text this person. And I, legitimately, I, I texted, like, a few members of my extended family. Um, and what I texted them was effectively just, like, hey, you good, question mark? And they were, like, yeah. And then that's it. And then we stopped texting each other. And that's, that's like, a, you know, it's, like, it gives you a sense of safety that, like, this person is okay. 
Um, whereas like normally if I was, if my family was like, Hey, send a Christmas card to this person you haven't talked to in like a decade and a half. It's like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. They might send one back. They might like call me God forbid. Oh God. <laughs> oh yeah. That's when you go outside, you throw your phone out and then make the excuse that yeah, you can't like, go oh, outside to get your phone. Right now. I'm going to go and live off the land. Bye, guys. It's a very, uh, it's actually kind of interesting to me, like, to see what, because, you know, like, friends cycle through, like, people will be close for a while, not talk to each other for a bit, and then get close again. And it'll be interesting to see where that goes. But I also think it might just be where that, that thing where it's like, hey, when this is over, we should hang out, and then nobody sees each other for years. <laughs> I mean, that's happened to me as well. It's almost, I mean, I don't feel that bad when that happens because, you know, everyone falls into like their own, their own habits, their own schedules, their own routines. It's not as much of like a, a dig against anyone personally anymore, I think. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, like there are some people who are, I'm like, oh yeah, let's hang out or let's talk, to, let's get together, let's talk. And I had a group of friends who were, were like trying to play in this movie night, but then like I tried it for like an hour and then like no one responded. So I was like, yeah, I don't care anymore. And I think that, like, that I think that, that... Are we missing, hmm? are me and Jordan, like, missing group text messages that, like, we've ignored? <laughs> no, 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 not you guys, not you guys. Not like, you guys. <laughs> is that a dig it up? Not you guys, gotta... not you guys. Check Facebook. No, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> subbing you guys on stream, <laughs> on, on podcast. Um, no, and I think, like, I don't know, like, I, I think that because of the way that I approach it now in my head, I'm like, oh, okay, I don't take it personally anymore because, like, they're probably just thinking the same way about me. Like, I, I think that it's, like, it's interesting because I feel like Corona really shows you like who cares about you and like in a good way and in a bad way. Like sometimes it's just like, oh, okay, like I thought this person would be texting me more and they're not or like whatever. And it's not like necessarily like a judgment, like in a bad thing, but it just kind of lets you see like on what spot you are. I mean, on like people's I'll priority actually, lists. Uh, I'll actually contest that. I'll say the opposite. I think Corona really does mask your uh, like your true relationship with other people right i think like you uh i feel free to rebut this because i'm basically saying like john you're wrong gosh but uh it's more like right now we uh, like we're collectively going through like um like a like a like a global not a global because it's too big it's pretty global. No, it's global. Well, yeah, but it's when you say like global, and it, I, I want to think like more like local, right? Like, yeah, like citywide, citywide, just in your personal network. Like everyone in your personal network mm. is going through this collective, awful experience, and everyone because you know we talked about earlier how, depending on the lifestyle you have, it affects you differently. Um, everyone has varying degrees of. Of, of changes of like severe changes to their lives because of this and that does affect how you can reach out to people right like do you maybe if you're if you're an essential worker through all this you're you're going to have like a lot of like doubt and anxiety and pressure to work in in poor environments and everyone really like you know needs you to be at your top in a time where you're risking getting sick and that can cause a lot of like anxiety that might inhibit your Death. ability to reach out like i don't reach out to people once i start like i mean this is obviously personal as well but once i if i'm under like a lot of stress uh, i don't really start like being super social to kind of like combat that i ended up i end up just really focusing on what's stressing me out and then like 
I kind of like tunnel vision very hard. And that might, you know, if, if you're someone who, who thinks like, oh, I wonder who's reaching out to me now, I would look like a jackass because I'm not like going out of my way to reach out. It actually took my, uh, my sister to be like, hey, you should like reach out to everyone to tell me like, oh, maybe I should like check in on everyone because I was wondering, I was really, I was in an insecure spot a while uh, back because I was wondering if I still had a job because I'm, uh, my job, while we work for law enforcement, it's not necessarily essential, um, given the changes. Mm-hmm. But you know, now now I know that like I, I have an employment for the foreseeable future, um, or as far as I can see into the future. So that's nice. Um, and then you might also be someone who, you know, is just reacts to like pressure differently, and that might affect how you reach out. Okay. Yeah. Um. For- for me, I think like I don't know. I, I I you know, yeah, no, that's probably true. That's probably true. Like I think that I just I I'm not really affected by it right now. I'm not gonna win. Um and I think that I'm processing it like a lot. I don't know. Like I think like I remember I was talking to some friends, they're like, Oh yeah, this is just such a big deal and this is like a thing, and I'm like, I don't know. Like I like I guess it is, but um I'm I'm like not really worried. Like I'm fine. I still have a job. I'm lucky, so I'm not really affected. And then I also like just as this happened, like I I think I went like my my girlfriend dumped me. So I think like I was literally just like it was just like okay, big life change time. And I was like okay, cool. I'm like you were already on, it. on board with the big life. Yeah, like I think like my like like I was like okay, right on time. Like I think for some people, it's like oh man, they had this routine. Like everything was like good or like stable and then like this thing like fucked him up and then for me it was just like okay things are already out of control okay i have to stay inside all the time okay that's fine like i, like, I think that that's given me like a very good coping mechanism i'm sorry for laughing <laughs> no, no no it's okay because i think it's it's funny because like to some of my college friends they're like oh no i gotta do like online classes and, and i gotta stay at home and i gotta move and it's so stressful and they're and it was like their thing like i was saying like oh yeah i'm going through a breakup like it's really rough and they're like yeah and then they started talking about the pandemic shit and i was like man like i don't know like is it i don't know like i was already like adjusted I mean, to wanna, having to accept a drastic life change i guess insensitive but it sounds like your your brain was like all right well i have this awful experience and i have this other awful experience i may as well bundle them together and deal with them at the oh, same it's a time. double negative exactly exactly and it canceled each other out because like now i now i just stay at home and then i processed all my feelings or i'm processing all my feelings and I don't want to go outside because, like, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't need I mean, to. Yeah, that definitely. Right. I mean, I I almost feel the same way because outside of the commute, honestly, like, for my you know personal well being, you know, if you disregard like I, you know, the, my family situation, this is you know it's a purely upgrade because I can I don't have a two hour commute like back and forth anymore. Um, yes. Yeah. I I work from home. I Embrace work at my computer. It. Um, I have more time to be able to spend with the hobbies that you know, like like you, John, I. Sorry, like you, Stanley Fish. I also have, you know, the ability. To, <laughs> I have the ability to do all the things I want to do more, because, and they're all things I can do from the comfort of my home. Play video games with friends. We've been playing more. Everyone's been playing more Drawful now. Uh, yeah, it was free. Yeah, it's free. Uh, they're not. This isn't a sponsor, by the way. But Drawful Two is free on the uh, the Steam store. That <laughs> game is awful. I like Drawful. Drawful is Drawful. I'd rather play no, 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 Draw no. Something. Like I'd rather play Pictionary like than than Drawful. 
I don't I don't like Jackbox games actually. Like I, I think I just despise them. I mean they're not like like in, uh, in every... I, I know where you're coming from. I don't know maybe we, like I don't like them too much either. Coming from the point of they don't feel like games as much if you if you've played a lot of video games. Like they don't feel very you know interactive. They don't feel very rewarding in the same way. But it's it is a like a fun time to spend with people playing, I think. No, uh, I hate the like, host. Wait, hold on. And I hate the type you of just humor. Muted. You hate the hosts. Yeah. No. Like um. Like I was playing some fucking game, and then like before everything, like he did like a bit. At some point, he was like, "Oh, hey, here's my puppet," and the puppet was like, "Hey, da, 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 da. it's like, oh, that's so stupid, puppet." Now on to the question. Like, what is like the Eiffel Tower? Da da da. da. And it was like the puppet like. Ask the question, oh, and I was just like, like, I the can't. Narrator, like this. Before games yeah, you're supposed about. to just mute. Yes. It. Yeah, you can. Just, can. Turn the, just turn the volume up. Oh. Wait. Oh, but then I have to I wait. Know, yeah, you, it's just like a lot of. Games. Yeah. The game yeah, is built around like. Sense of humor. I don't feel like it's. It's awful. I don't feel like it's that at all. I feel like all the games, like I feel like Drawful, the point of the game isn't winning like getting the most points i feel like the point of the game is just shit posting yeah uh, that's perfectly fine oh see i think that's also why i don't like them because i'm not i'm i usually play games um to, oh, i sound like a fucking will ferrell character <laughs> i play games to win <laughs> i play games to win no i really do i really do i really do and maybe that's just because i'm a, no it's completely because i'm competitive but like I, I don't know like if you if you play a game and then you give me like point systems, and you're like, okay, at the end, the person with the most points wins, and I don't get the most points. You know, I <laughs> flip the table. You, but I mean, you're such a good like you're so I good really at do. shit posting because you can just talk out of your ass really fast. Yeah, but I'm not, but that doesn't matter in in real life. That's fine because there are no points. <laughs> but if there are points, so points matter in fake it's life. Over. I feel like you would have also yes. hated you know back when it was the craze like Cards Against Humanity in the same same way. Oh, okay, so I okay. used to like it, but now I don't. But mostly just because, like, oh, it's the true. same that's cards. True. And after a while, you've seen the same permutation. So whenever anyone's like, oh, let's play Cards Against Humanity, I'm like, yeah, you can't play too frequently. Otherwise, it gets boring. Yeah, I, I do I, knew, I do know where you're coming from, where you've kind of seen the same old, and the style of humor might just get old as well. Yeah. But yeah. Also, like, the point of that game is to, like, shitpost, and then you win based on the shitposting because yeah. you get, like, yeah. points or something, right? So like that's different. I mean, it's integrated a point system too. It's just you know, not as. It's just not that's as true, relevant to, to I think, your enjoyment of it. Well, I guess that also depends on the person because it is relevant to your enjoyment yeah. of it. If you're if you're you, John. Yeah, because no, because I think that like the problem with that game for me is that like I don't want to play that game. I want to play like Pictionary, and I thought it was Pictionary, but then it was just like, oh, it's just shit posting. I'm like, oh, okay, this is boring. I want to play like fucking. I want to play whatever the game where it's like you're like you have to draw something and then they draw something they guess what it is i don't want to play that game oh draw something sure yeah i didn't i think i liked I like that. i remember having the uh the draw something game on my phone in like high school but i didn't like it that much because there wasn't like enough room for like i know it's art but the, i feel like there wasn't enough room for actual creativity yeah it's supposed to be very like basic oh that wait that you're talking about the mobile app right draw something yeah yeah, it's like a bunch of things. That was uh, I remember that we played the shit out of that back in the day. Yeah, I remember. I remember playing it like on the bus. If if 
somebody was sitting in a seat in front of me or behind me, then we played it because oh, we couldn't dude, see each other. That was the best. Actually, now I, I remember. I remember like playing that like in between classes and then like getting to <laughs> getting to lunch and finding the person who didn't respond to me like bitch fight. Yeah, me. Andy. Hey man, I I want all of our draw something. Yeah, because I wasn't good at it because there wasn't enough room for creation. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. The problem was your creativity was being stifled, not because I was amazing at the game. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. You get it. Well, those are the days, and also like was it words with friends was also the big thing back then when those. Were oh, I still play that. Is that still? I happening? play that like a Facebook mom. It's still like alive. I I just really really enjoy. Scrabble and games like that, like word games. Yeah, I remember I was obsessed with Words with Friends for a little bit, and then I, I was like, no, I'm good. I'll I used to up. was I used to have a lot of those on my phone, and then I realized that I wasn't actually enjoying too many of them. But that, that's also like you know, that's some maybe that maybe this is the perfect time for that to be brought back. People playing words with friends. And Fuck it, words with friends. Me, I love playing words with friends. I like games like that. All right, I'll fight you. I play um, what is it, eight ball pool, on the phone <laughs> with my with my Dude. ex's sister. Wait, hold on. Because <laughs> no, because we would always we would always play it, and then and then we just <laughs> we just kept playing. We're still friends. We're so I'm still friends with my ex, and I'm still friends with my ex's sister. We're. I, I said I can't talk right now, Grandma. <laughs> I keep I'm hanging sorry, up no, on I my grandma, imagine, like, and I keep like I know I mean you know in general it's an awful experience, but if can you imagine like if you break up with your girlfriend and then immediately you see like a words with friends game get deleted, <laughs> like oh shit, it's serious. Oh yeah, like while you're almost done with it. <laughs> Like they just stop responding. Yeah, like you're up by a hundred, and you're wondering if it's because you were up by a hundred or because you got broken up with. Last match three years ago. All right, I'm gonna add you on Words with Friends, Jordan. And the next week we can. Uh... Wait, do you have Words with Friends three or okay. Words with Friends? I don't know. I've just been doing it in a uh, in Messenger. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, send that send that shit to me, and then we're gonna next week we'll start off with the scoreboard. Let's see who's. Oh, they'll see how good I am. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, the champ is coming back. The prodigal son. Is hey, back. I've been playing Words with Friends for years. No breaks. I think I'm good. Yeah, I, I think. Okay, maybe I might get yeah, small. I'll come back. I don't know who I'm gonna bet on here, but it might be the guy I've been playing for. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I used to play with Kim, and then I used to play like one long word that got fifty, and she just quit the game and started a new one. Don't, don't trample my, my baseless overconfidence. But I want to. <laughs> I remember um, my friend Matt just like played a word and it was like 120 points. I was like, I'm just going to fucking die now. All right. I saw the app. I was like, I'm good. Turns oh, out yeah. Really I, I really like doing that to people. Like, I think I, I think it was against Kim. I played the word log gemmed and it was like 140 something points. And I was like, haha, I can't wait to finish that game and see if I get to around 500. And then she didn't let me finish the game. <laughs> oh. I hate that. It's like when you play Monopoly and you're doing so good that the other players decide to illegally like make have a merger. Right, well, first of all, like I I sympathize with all those merger players because in Monopoly you're the equivalent of like an evil like yeah you're an evil Jeff you're Bezos. basically an evil Jeff Bezos in Monopoly. 
Evil Jeff? Yeah. Be- you mean Jeff Bezos? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> don't don't say that on the stream, man. He might. Have... We have a stance. On I, have the I have a stance. stance. I think it's a fair game. Uh, it's in the. Doesn't uh, Andy have I, the same stance? I have the same stance. I just don't want to start calling out individuals by name on. It's in the name yeah. of the podcast. Who cares? Uh, yeah, you right. I mean, bias. Bias can. I think I think it would be weird world. if we call out like a homeless person, but if Jeff Bezos yeah, gets it, called out on something else, I don't think he cares. I wouldn't care. I don't. I hope. I hope he buys Anchor yeah. and bans us. You know, now that I think about it, I don't want to be the, the podcast that's being civil toward Jeff Bezos in this time of in you know this day and age. Yeah, that's I'm not, that's to, not very Jeff interesting, Bezos. man. Yeah. Um, there are still people. I'm actually really surprised now through all this. Like a lot of what bootlickers. Uh, actually, the opposite. A lot of people I know. Um, in my family who are normally like slightly more con- you know how like everyone here is basically like super left right mm-hmm. like, a lot of my family is either very mm-hmm. moderate or they have like very like mixed feelings about politics but now yeah, yeah they're asian, they're right? asian right yeah yeah that's dad, that's where it comes from what is it my dad was really upset because he is actually moving like more and more to the left not out of any kind of like political ideology but just because a lot of the a lot of like Asian conservatives were coming out of the woodwork when Trump was being elected. And there's a, I think the percentage last time was like 30, like 30, like a third of all Asian voters were, were conservative voters for Trump. And they came out of the woodwork That's crazy. saying like, Oh yeah, like Trump is going to be great for America. He's great for business. He's great for Asians. My dad was like, this guy hates Asian people. And then like, no one believed him. And he kind of caught like some flack, but you know, he, you know, they, in business, like everyone kind of like, keeps in contact with each other because you want to be able to have these connections and then nowadays like all those same people aren't around anymore because they uh they don't you know it's trying to deny what they said like oh you know like back in the day we only knew so and so much uh (laughs) 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 can't laugh at that anymore i mean like we're all paying for people yeah and now he's like yeah we're like what you know people are dying because of him literally and then so you now now he's uh, he's becoming like more and more liberal just out of like it feels weird to say but it's like he's becoming more liberal out of personal spite like imagine you see you see someone on the TV or you see what someone's saying if they're conservative or if you see someone saying something and if they represent a political view and you think that person's a jackass like you'll automatically shift away from them. Yeah, I, my mom like doesn't like Trump now. That's like she crazy. voted for Trump in 2016 and now whenever he comes on she's just like oh my god you, you fucking idiot like why are you even talking I mean, like what are you doing like that, what, what, what? Hey. yeah no i mean because it was it's like what is it like oh, i think and this just might be me my personal anecdotal experience but i feel like chinese people especially older people like if they're here they come from like a place that had a very close relationship with like communism Right. And like socialism and whatever. And and so they're very much about like individual like achievement and like business and like capitalism and like working hard. And so like I feel like conservative values like speak to all that, especially if you're not like knowledgeable of like all the other stuff. Like a rooted American feeling. I remember reading somewhere that um that a lot of people in America like identify with the fabulously like wealthy and well off because they like see them this is like a wide sweeping assumption this isn't backed by data but it's it's a thought that i thought was interesting 
um, is that a lot of Americans see themselves as just temporarily disadvantaged millionaires. Like they connect with people who are are wealthy and not in the same class as them, and are obviously pursuing different political interests just because they they see themselves as oh that's just going to be me in in the near future um and that's yeah you know it's like a weird like um it's it's a weird like feeling to have um but it, it is something that does influence your your political standing if you think like this is what i'm gonna be you end up supporting ideologies that don't support you where you are right now right like if you're if you're someone in, in our economic standing or even if you're someone with an economic standing of less than like a multimillionaire, you're um and then you you think about policies that help those multimillionaires, you're it's all like you're actively supporting policies that don't improve that don't help you from where you are right now, right? Um and it's such like a twisted way of getting people to think that I think that it's like it's only now recently that in my my personal life I'm seeing people who are moving away from that ideology. It's like okay, yeah, maybe these people I'm taking information from and I'm I'm taking you know a lot of viewpoints from don't have my best interests at heart. And it it took yeah, and yeah. it took a lot of like a it took a pandemic and uh, a lot of bad times for them to finally see that all right, maybe Trump isn't good for business. Like maybe <laughs> yeah, maybe he's just. <laughs> Like Destroying that was, a, that was one of the big, that was the the one of the overarching like moderate points I heard when it comes to is like what's Trump gonna do? Like, they said Trump is gonna be great for business. He's a businessman. He knows what he's doing. It's gonna help out. And this was um, amongst the. But oh, he, I'm not. I'm not even done yet. Like oh, I'm not even done yet because, because then a lot of these people were all Asian family members, um, older conservative Asian like uh like extended oh, family. Fucking god. Yeah, fucking Asian people, and bro. Then, I'm Asian, so I can say that. Disclaimer. And then it wasn't until it, it took a while for them, you know, as he was, you know, progressing along his presidency, they were still like, yeah, don't worry, like we're gonna see an upturn soon. And it wasn't until the trade war with China came that all these, you know, Asian, older conservative Asian people doing business with China were like, okay, hold on that ain't cool you really heard it like my family does business overseas as well um we have like a you know entrenched family here i am in beijing and it's like a it's like a big uh it's like a big point of difficulty for us to have to deal with a, like a fucking trade war you know and then we we still like work and live uh, in close connection with all those people who are telling us over dinner like yeah trump is gonna be great for you don't you worry and we're looking at them with with daggers for eyes now like yeah Where's that good coming from? Are they, are they... You know what? You know what I think I'm gonna try Show next books, time, bro. Show like next life. I think I'm just gonna try being born rich. Oh yeah, I mean, if I had a choice, like, yeah, like that. That seems to work. Like instead of growing up in a tiny apartment, I'll have like a mansion, and then I'll be president, and then it'll be perfect. Do you think your soul at any point was oh, just man, like, be... oh, you know, maybe if I I grow up like with with you know. Like less fortunate, I'll end up having a kinder soul or a kinder person. Fuck that! I want to be Kylie Jenner. <laughs> I don't want to be Kylie Jenner. I want to be some other Fuck rich you. person that. I want to be crowdfunded to billionaires. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's what no, I'm I, I don't that's agree not, with that. I'd rather be, be like be Howard Schultz, where I, like, I grew up. I grew, I grew up like okay, and then I get super rich, and then I 
don't know why I grew up super rich and thank the wrong people. Because like his whole his whole political philosophy when he was thinking about running for president was like, oh, like I believe in the friendly corporation, and I hope I learned that kind of terrible lesson. I um, I just I, I I I just hate everything about about all this like billionaires and shit. Like I, I Twitter Twitter's hilarious because I was on Twitter and. Um, there was this thing going on where I forgot who it was. I think it was Jeff Bezos or Mark Zuckerberg or someone download, uh, not downloaded, donated, <laughs> donated like a hundred million dollars or something to like make masks. And then the tweet was like, "Oh, um, Twitter." Tw it was like a meme. It was like, "Oh, Twitter racing to calculate like how much of a percentage that is of his net worth." And then people were liking that. And then I feel like. Because because on Twitter, like where I am in my circle of Twitter, it's always people like bashing on billionaires. There's like a now a group that's like combating that where it's like, yo, like at least he's donating money, like get off his dick. It's like what? But like, you know, how much money is a hundred million dollars? And then I saw this thread about like some entrepreneur, not entrepreneur. He's like some fucking dude who's in like IT. He was like, yeah, it's like, yeah, like I grew up in like Flint, Michigan, like I was poor. And now I'm making like, um. I have I'm like a millionaire, whatever, like I work in IT or something like that. So like, you know, it's not possible, bro. You just got to work hard and hustle. And then and then like the reply was like, oh, like, but you're a millionaire. Like, like we're talking about like Jeff Bezos. And he's like, what's the difference between millionaire and a billionaire? And then someone was like, the letter B is different than the letter. letter well, that's really a that's kind of an oversimplification that doesn't say anything at all i mean you, you, jeff bezos probably got enough from just like tax deductibles from the donation that you know it's not even a hundred million to him it's like less than that um and that's such like a a dip i think john told me about this as well um that proportionally jeff bezos donating a hundred million dollars is less than if like one of us like took a 20 to a local shelter and just gave I mean, sort of, because, like, the thing is, and why it's actually very difficult to tax billionaires like that is because not all of his money is liquid, and most of his money is just Amazon stock, so he can't just spend it. Yeah. He just has better credit, but he can't really spend the money. That makes sense. It's like not liquid assets that he can just. Yeah, that's very. Yeah, like he can't just he can't just like sell a bunch of Amazon yeah. stock and then use it to give people ventilators or to help with global warming. Just sell all of Amazon and then. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he like, wants to yeah, do that. I, yeah, the I think like that's while that's valid. It's also you know like there's like articles about him like buying like houses and like yachts and stuff like that. So it's yeah, not like I, he has no money. Yeah, but it's Absolutely. definitely like. Yeah. Also, it's one of those things where it's like every time someone says they're pledging to donate some amount of money, it's like if you actually follow up on it, at least for the was that that fucking French building? Um, Notre the, the church. Notre Dame? No, it's some, some that yeah, that's down, that's Notre Dame. Yeah, but the church that burned down, it was like all like like culturally significant, or whatever. And everyone was like, "Oh man, we're gonna donate money." And then if you actually followed up, like mm -hmm. no one donated money. <laughs> they just said they were going to, which is like. Like the most annoying thing. Um, there's this guy who's like this Indian guy. He's got like fucking crazy hair, silver hair, and his name is like Anand 
you're it's g something right i don't i don't know how to um i don't remember how to say his name uh but he like wrote this book and he was like talking about it and while him talking is very interesting the book is very dry um but the his idea is basically just like and not not his idea but what he says is basically like oh like billionaires like do all this philanthropy shit and everyone's like oh yeah but at least they do philanthropy or they at least like reference like bill gates or reference like whoever's doing some sort of foundation thing but at the end of the day it's like should they exist like why are we saying that oh because these guys do like this thing it's good like wouldn't that money be better served by oh well, yeah by, the government by a good government that's like too much power for someone about, like, like you, we can't just expect to trust someone for no reason yeah and then it's also like and then another thing that like ties into that is the idea of people who decide to get into like like corporate business and stuff because like corporations will be like oh we do good like we are socially um responsible even though like it's really bullshit because it's essentially basically like i think people have a choice between like making money and doing good is what he's basically saying um which do i think to a degree is like true and then people there's this like third option where it's like you make money and you do good but in reality you're not really doing that much good you're just making money and like you're like washing your hands with the the social responsibility yeah like soap i like that i like that uh, analogy washing your hands mm. it's very biblical yeah because yeah because like people will join like um like it was like a, it was this thing where like this girl was like joining this company because she thought like they would help like third world businesses oh, like no. establish like good business plans and stuff and they just never oh. ended up doing that whatever and it just it just didn't end up well and then she was like wait am i really doing good I it's like i guess i'm not anyone any organization that says oh yeah we're we're gonna help we're gonna go help africa like we got their backs because it, it always ends up being Yo. like really either really fisted you know like it's um what is it um like something that either doesn't provide benefit or they don't follow up on or ends up being like a scheme it's like voluntarism i think is the term where it's just a way to like get people's money to make it so that like oh yeah people will will join these organizations um volunteer quote unquote to go to like these uh like these third world countries and then help out and then they don't really do anything except take photo ops and uh, like send things back for the gram, something for the resume, and they don't really help. And there are organizations that I I know that are like volu- like working to like get talent, um, and not just not talent. I mean like people who can actually help with their more immediate problems, um, that do like actually do good that are, um, that are centered there. But there's a lot more. Like I'm sure you guys have. This is something I saw more in like, college than in high school, but like like brochures and pamphlets for things that are like oh yeah like you know take a, a week with us and come into come to africa and do good you know everyone here is a good soul everyone's like, oh, save the world yeah oh i've seen pictures i've had plenty of um acquaintances that i've seen their pictures and they're like oh yeah same it's a little African uh child actually it's a it's kind of when you think about it it's a little disingenuous like to do it for the photo op but also if you're actually helping i don't know what if you're there, you may as well take a photo op. I, I mean, sure, but I don't know. I'm like a big believer in you can just do the right thing, and if you do the right thing, don't tell anyone about it because it makes you look kind of douchey, and it also might make the person you're helping question why you're helping them. Yeah. Like, I I used to know people like that who, you know, they post about it online. It's like, oh, 
you know, like, oh, we're doing all these great things and I'm so proud of all these other oh, people yeah. I know for I doing the great things. And it's like, so just tell them. You don't have to fucking you don't have to fucking post I've about it. Just of, just tell them to their face. I've seen a lot of content about that. And I feel like I've had a conversation with John about this, but not specifically about doing good, just about like like making like videos of you like doing something. Um, and I've seen a lot of videos of people like donating money or like giving money to the homeless. And they just, it's like, I do it on video. It's like, like I give $400 and three meals to this homeless guy. And the video has like, click here and find out. Click here to find out. <laughs> See how it goes. You won't believe what happens next. And it's just like a very unfortunate guy, like being, you know, following along with what, uh, like this random, like, youtuber tells him to do because you know he's desperate and he needs whatever he can get um and i remember you john were complaining about a lesser version of that um when binging with babish was making um like lifestyle videos oh yeah no i mean it wasn't so much um it wasn't like a like a philanthropy thing it was just like a, oh okay like you have money now i get it like you're you're making a different not not because he still makes the same content but i think it's like now that I know he's that he's made it, anymore. like, I guess I don't really, he's not appealing to me yeah. anymore. You know, I don't know. Because it, it's like, there's the same thing with, um, what is it? This tech reviewer, like Marcus Brownlee, like in the beginning, like his first videos were like fucking like him reviewing like HP remotes or something. Because that's like, I guess all he could afford or something. And then he started doing more tech reviews. And I was like, okay, this is cool. But then like every other video or like every five videos, he does like this like Tesla review or something like that. Where you, yeah, you can't relate Tesla, to that. I was like, okay. <laughs> I, I no longer. Yeah, I don't. I'm very like a. I think I posted one time because when I uh when I was living in Philadelphia for school for a little while, I like didn't have that many friends, so I just had lunch with homeless people about it, like once a week, because I really didn't have anyone else to talk to, and I think I posted about it on Facebook once, and then I felt kind of grimy about posting. You should. You're a seller. Yeah, I did. I felt like kind of grimy about it, so I just didn't do it after that. I mean that you can be forgiven for that because i remember you you were saying that you that was an awful experience overall being in philadelphia yeah that was really bad for like me a, a city. <laughs> it's also like a i remember even before that like i'm very uncomfortable being bragged about like i know the uh the rest of my like uh aunts and uncles not that there are so many of them but the rest of them like they were all posting like oh like uh, my kid got into this school my kid got into this school and my mom really wanted to brag on facebook about what schools i was getting into and i really didn't want her to do that because <laughs> that kind of i don't know it, like if she was so proud of me like getting into a certain school then she could just tell me to my face that i'm with you on that one i when i got into bronx science uh my parents were upset because all the, all the other asian kids were getting into sty and they wanted to post about something on the wechat i mean wechat wasn't a thing back then but they wanted to like like text all their all the other aunties like hey check it out and then i was like i'm going to the Bronx for school um sorry just gotta interrupt for one second um, fuck stuyvesant yeah, bronx science all the I don't way think... um we're all 100 if you're if you're from stuyvesant just like don't <laughs> don't listen get out if you're from Brooklyn Tech, if you're from Brooklyn Tech, I respect you because y'all work harder than we ever did. But like, all right, I'll, you know, respect. I'll, but if you're from Stuyvesant, I'll tell go David to go fucking fuck himself himself himself. Himself. and get caught. Fucking yeah, piece of no shit. Viewers, yeah, no totally. I remember. 
No one talks. Yeah. So fuck Billy. Fuck Stein. Fuck I Jeff Bezos. Uh, that's that's our science, T-shirt. Like, I think my mom tried to brag to the rest of the family about it, and I don't I don't remember how true this is, but this is how I imagine it happening because this seems like what would happen, and they would be like, "Okay, we've never heard of that. We're not from New York City." <laughs> like I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that that happens like i i don't think it's that yeah. well known outside of like fun facts like oh yeah tom holland went to bronx science for a bit i mean i'll i actually i know people overseas who you know have kids who you know are in our high school age who know about bronx science and it's almost like a, a point of pride where they they it's like knowing like what like oxford university oh that's a really good like english school like they would know oh like the specialized high schools those are really good uh new york high schools mind you now you know that we've grown and you know a decades past a lot of my closest friends have been from stuyvesant like they graduated stuyvesant <laughs> yeah, and they're all trash right andy holy shit i know you're listening all, i know you know who yeah you're I, trash. I hate the person i live with who i see every day who i yeah. enjoy seeing every day yeah <laughs> like all these close friends that we yeah. ample amounts of calling all of you out with and share food together like y'all are garbage um, but in reality garbage like, human now beings. that we're close friends it's it's nice to know that we're all like we're all the same yeah we're all goons, there's trash. Like, no one really <laughs> no one's that that yeah. pompous um yeah. yeah but just from the way there's that really like, no my difference talked about it when i was like 13 and impressionable like i thought that it was just like a whole new class of existence like if you went to a better high school and then like yeah no i mean college, it is a college college wasn't even like i know college is went very to different really good schools um and we're really good friends it's it's like obviously Bro. like if you go to a really good college you're you're on like a like a, a definitely like a different academic standing like i know people who did went to really good schools and also yeah. did really well and they're i recognize that you guys are just academically like achieving more than i am but then you like talk to them when you're and it's not yeah. as like of an of a daunting feeling talking to someone who you know is like academically better than you like now that you're older i think what i what i was trying to say is more like i feel like the experience in a specialized high school especially because it's public it's like like not as different as like i remember i went to a yale hackathon and we were in like the yale gymnasium and i went to their bathroom and there was like a fucking what? steam room what and and like and, and i just went every like i was looking at it, i was like oh this is a beautiful building like this john we had a room and i'm like our oh, high man, school had a holocaust museum and a planetarium do you think every school has that yeah no 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 but i definitely think that like our school like is de like okay like i think the difference between like random public high school in new york city versus us is very different from like stony brook and like the much yale gymnasium with steam room like i think like when i was doing that like like when i watched crazy rich asians and when i was like in that steam room i was like <laughs> life's different damn dude okay and from college to, uh, like, from high school to college you, you yeah. definitely have more money that because that's when the you know that's when the education scheme really starts to get rolling you know and all that all those college bucks those you that university budget you know and if you're someone like Yale, uh, you definitely have more resources than any high school, except for like maybe the, the um, like the private, uh, like really like the Catholic ones or the the private institutions. They might also be well equipped in the same way. 
I don't. I think Stony Brook. Like, uh, <sighs> hi, we went to Stony Brook University in Stony Brook, New York. Hi. By the way, um, everyone who went oh, to Stony yeah. Brook sucks too. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, oh no, we okay. went. We I mean, went Stony, Stony Brook. Is Brook. Like, Stop. I don't think Stony Brook. Like, if they just had a pool of money and they were like, "How are we going to upgrade our school?" They did a very poor job. Like, what they did with their money was oh, yeah. just. Making new buildings that money. was like wearing socks when you're naked, where it's like it's really it makes you feel more naked because the difference between that and the shitty brick buildings were so bad. No, I know I I think they spent their money well, but I think that's because like I like your analogy, but it's also like when they're showing it's like that analogy, except like going into college is and picking a college is like a dating show where you can only see socks and Stony Brook put all the money into the socks because they yeah, always take them to the, like, the so buildings much, that they're building like the Jasmine or like so much worse. whatever they didn't spend money on like you know implementing a phone app to replace clickers which would have been a good idea like academically or uh I mean oh, when they built a pool it's still not a good pool they even um they even cut like they spent all this money on renovating. You remember when we graduated, they had a whole entire new quad that was being built. Yeah, uh, yeah, they had toll, and then they were cutting the a lot of humanities programs. Yeah, it's like yeah, we're we're gonna, we're gonna build this new like dorm like quad campus, and then we're gonna cut all yeah, of the that's where the money is. departments, which was like a brutal like a brutal cut because a lot of people I knew in Sunnybrook were you know had yeah. wanted you know to be in the humanities program. Yeah, but then, why, like, why wouldn't you be in STEM, <laughs> you fucking dweeb? Gosh. Motherfuckers. Oh think you can God. be in you don't college even use your and not be STEM? I heard so much of that. I really I heard don't. heard so many things where it's like, why, like, whenever someone complains about, like, an old man, like, the things are getting really hard economically. The, and, you know, if you're online, the first thing you hear is, why don't you fucking just learn how to code? And it's like, well, yeah, it's not my thing. I know I know people who it's are true. doing that though, who are just being like, you know what, I'm just gonna mm-hmm. like learn how to code. But they're usually yeah, but they're usually people who yeah, already and they'll probably make money. had an interest in in it. And for one reason or another, you know, that's very personal to them. They you know, they didn't pursue it uh, in the in the fashion they wanted to, and now with their you know, post grad chasing that same thing. And there are resources for those people. But if you know what you want, like and it's such like a fisted way of telling someone to pull themselves up by the bootstraps. It's like what? Like don't 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 say that. It's such a weird. Yeah, it's, if you're just like looking to, to Raleigh, you know? just like if your whole college goal is get money, then you should learn to code. But if you have interests outside of just get money, then you should. Yes. Then you should <laughs> learn how to code anyway. Because because money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm no, trolling i'm trolling Jar- okay. Jordan, i just uh continue i think a lot of the people i know who chose computer science like i know people like dan dan went into computer science because one he's good at it and two he actually had an interest in it but i know other people who uh who go into computer science who is just like okay yeah. this is where the money is and don't have like a real interest in it because it's something that it's something that interested me i just wasn't good at it where computer science is such a thing where you can be really creative in and there aren't a lot of limits but you really have to be interested in it and you really have to like it yeah there are a lot of professions like that that you know when you're in college you have to you have like it feels like you have to make this very rushed decision but there are a lot of 
uh, professions that are, are great, like economically, but if you're not into it, the burnout is, is crazy um, as well. Like I know people who, who yeah. picked, um, what is it? Who picked healthcare, you know, Asian people in healthcare. It's, <laughs> dude the meme the meme is like stony brook like asian like bio major pre-med oh yeah i know so many health science so many people yeah because they they couldn't I, I am a meme myself i got into like cs junior degree after dropping out of actual cs so i i, I speak just, from experience uh, health I, science um, kids. I don't know i see a lot of people now and I'm seeing this now as more people are graduating, like more of the younger, the people who are younger than me, I know are graduating where they get into the real world, they get a job and then they hate it because they didn't think about what they actually liked. Yeah, I, I also like, I don't know, like, I think I also feel, I feel weird about it because I think like looking back, it's like, oh, what would I do differently? And I think that like now I found something that I, I want to do and hopefully it turns out well, but. Um, before that, when I was working as a graphic designer for company fucking, that shall um, not be named uh, X, uh, uh, corporation X, company X, whatever. Um, I was thinking like, bro, like, man, if only I went and like actually like tried in computer science or whatever. Like, I I was just like, man, like, I could just be making money instead of suffering here. Because um, I don't know, it was like weird. I I think that like when you hear about like people. Um, and like how much money they're making like out of like college or whatever or like their first job and it's like computer science like compared to like what I was doing which was making $15 an hour um, like working a lot it was very sobering to realize that like what my parents were saying about this stuff like did have like truth in it and while it might not have been the most like personally fulfilling like I think that is something that I I couldn't truly realize how much it would have affected me um, until I actually worked. But then also like I worked at a really shitty company for really shitty pay. Like I'm sure I would have felt, I would have felt differently if I like got a good graphic design job as opposed to like the equivalent yeah, did, of like working in a, a graphic a design really sweatshop. Poor, like, yeah. And I mean, especially, I, I think playing, like, a big thing out. about that too, is that graphic yeah. design yeah. paid hourly is the worst way to get paid for graphic design. Because that's not really how, because like you're just kind of rawly producing stuff that, it, it's a lot easier when it's not on a clock and it's a lot easier project to project. Like that was the problem I had in a graphic didn't design internship that. where they just didn't give me enough stuff to do. So I was kind of just sitting around that pretending was... to work all day. I thought that was your, your current job where you had like a work laptop and you were, you were, you know, on call effectively for whenever they needed help. on. A oh project. no, I, that's my, uh, that's my freelancing where it's just like, okay, like this is different people and I don't really work hourly for them. It's just, we set the rate for the whole project. Oh, okay. I thought I thought you had um I thought you had a like a current like hourly wage job, um. But yeah, I mean, I, personally, I don't have any regrets because I did try coding and I I was fucking miserable. I hated it so much. <laughs> oh God, it was despicable how much I hated it. And I, I would have I would have I can't. Uh, Sorry. I would have jumped off of several heights if I had kept to it today. And the same thing with um with uh with certain other professions i i, I shopped around yeah i remember you were you were pre-med for a bit i was i remember I hated that too i think i did that out of out of uh almost like necessity and i realized like my heart wasn't in it yeah i i think that like i can't imagine going into like 
um, like medicine and not being into it. Like, I think like the thing, okay. The thing is that like, I think that even though I'm saying all this shit about like coding or like medicine or whatever, whenever anybody tells me like about like how much money they make, I'm like, okay, that's, that's really cool. That's nice. That makes me like, think about it. But then when they actually talk about their jobs, <laughs> I'm just like, this sounds fucking boring. Like someone was like, oh yeah, like I do, um, I do like coding. I do like database management for like this fintech company. I'm like, what the fuck does it even mean, dude? Do something with your life. And then someone's, someone's like, oh yeah, no, like I want to be a doctor. What I'm do like, that's fucking boring, bro. Do something with your life. I kind of get why, <laughs> I kind of get, like, I know people who were, uh, who were in med school and then started a residency and then during the residency it turns out most of the problems that people have aren't problems like it's not every day you get someone with rabies yeah it's not a house like it's you just get someone who's yeah, like you got like a splinter in their foot and they need help it's more scrubs yeah i i think it's like i don't know like man science is boring man people talk about like i want to be like a medical researcher or whatever i'm like man shut up don't advance the oh i really want to make some one of the first things that i really wanted to do is uh because i kept breaking bones when i was a kid i wanted to be an orthopedist and then i found out what blood was and then i didn't want to be an orthopedist anymore because your bones have blood in them and um Uh, yeah yes like we we need doctors like in general so but i wouldn't shit, you know? recommend that to anyone everyone i know who talks about med school and a lot of the stuff that i read about med school is nobody has fun at med school yeah i mean but that's just no med school i i'm i'm pursuing crazy, like, like law right now and this i feel the same way no one has fun in law school oh i, I mean my mom's a lawyer she had fun in law school yeah, she. she actually, I, oh, maybe I, I, I don't know if she had like a fun partying time in law school, but she enjoys law, and I ask her for legal advice all I mean, the time. Where I'm working, I mean, I know I said like I I juked like a lot of, of professions because I I did it and I was miserable, and now I'm pursuing law because I actually you know enjoy it, um, and I like working where I work right now, but like I'm having the same problem where everyone I speak to like. Like has a lot of self hate and loathing for their for their careers, and it's not a it's not a like a fortifying experience to work somewhere to like progress toward a job. And everyone who already has that job like like wants to jump off a cliff and run into traffic. Like it's not it's not a very yeah. I know like for my mom, why she doesn't why she's not like I mean like she has a she's not I don't think she's on the bar right now, but she is a lawyer if that makes sense. Where like she didn't want to have to be one of those public defenders where you have to defend someone you know is guilty. Yeah, that is a, I mean, that's a general misconception. I know we might be running out of time, so I don't want to get too into it, but a lot of public defenders, you know, understand that it's, it's borderline impossible to get someone to defend someone of their innocence, uh, of their like, complete innocence, right? Uh, if, you know, if a lot of things, if you take it to court, you'll- Oh, that's exactly what my mom understands. And she just didn't want to do those kind of cases that are, both non-winners and that are boring oh yeah yeah. a lot of uh the public defenders that i've talked to they they find the the like the fulfillment i guess from their work because it's important despite the person that you're you're defending that like you know their rights are protected like regardless of what happened that person has rights um and the you know the 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 attorneys the prosecutors as an institution you know just as you know law enforcement in general that's that could be a whole few episodes topic if we're talking about like like law the law enforcement as an institution um 
there's a lot of ways in which they can walk over those rights and public defenders are absolutely necessary for for making sure that you get a, like fair treatment um and so they you know it's it's still a hard time because usually you do that job for um three or four years before you find like either you you really commit and say this is what i want to do or you you move into the private sector or you you walk into traffic and you it's one of those three options whichever one you prefer personally. yeah it's still i mean it's i think it's difficult to get through that time and not be miserable like between public and private oh yeah i mean there are some people who really do enjoy like um like trial work though so if you end up becoming a, a prosecutor or a public defender and you you get lucky you get a trial like it's, it's a oh yeah i mean trial work experience. like okay i mean all my all my knowledge of trial work comes from uh anecdotes of jury duty and being sued once so not much but oh, dude, jury duty is a, a pain oh what's the what's the famous saying there's a jury uh a jury is just 12 people who couldn't get yeah. out of jury duty well my mom fucking my mom had jury duty like a couple of months ago and she had it with matthew broderick so it wasn't that bad but most jury duty is oh, pretty nice. bad i know uh matthew broderick what besides cool that guy. time besides that time. He, uh, had a dui and killed someone um <laughs> <clears throat> moving on just add a um <laughs> yeah we can't end with that <laughs> 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 Imagine it just ends like that's really. I feel like this is mostly just yeah. telling These particular things and people to go fuck themselves. Oh yeah, nice. I'm I'm okay with that. I'll make a list. Yeah, yeah. I'll I mean, that's the yeah, best kind of already. podcast, you know. Also, if you're yeah, also if you're yeah, fuck them, fuck Stye, fuck, fuck, fuck Lily, like, fuck Matthew Broderick, uh, <laughs> fuck education, really. Fuck work. Yeah. All right. Let's uh let's call Sorry. it here. Yeah, honestly. Fuck All it. right. Yeah, sure. Thanks everyone for listening. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Thank Bye. You, thank you. We will. Have a good one. <laughs> Peace out. Go fuck yourself. <laughs>